Welcome to We Digress with Joy and Jess. Join hosts and longtime friends Joy Simpson and Jess Perry as they tackle the stuff of life the only way they know how, with honesty, faith, and humor. This is We Digress with Joy and Jess. It was funny because we were talking today because as you know, of course, today is 9-11. Mm-hmm. And um, I was looking at your Facebook post and my mom asked me, she said, you and Jessica didn't live together during 9-11? I said, no, I think I was still living with Trish. This semester. And after. yes, I was living with Trish and Katie and Selena at the time. Yeah, we and, lived uh, in, I was, that was the last semester I lived with Morgan and Yona. Yeah, we were, so we were upstairs by then. Yeah. We, and I lived across the hall from Suzanne and Jen. Where did you live? I was in the 240 hall. I was right in, I was in, You're right in the 240 the hall. Room. Oh, yes, you were by the laundry room. Because that was the you door were. room where I locked myself out. Well, actually, we had a thing where the roommates, none of the roommates were supposed to lock the door. And I didn't have my keys. And one of my roommates locked the door. And I couldn't get into my dorm room. And I had like a four-hour gap. And no one was coming back. And the RAs weren't on or whatever. So I crawled <laughs> out the window of the laundry room and like crawled. I remember that. Balcony. <laughs> back when I was 18 and thought I could do everything. Um, yes, I remember 20, that. That was 20 years ago. Yeah, it was 20. It was 20 years ago. And I I was saying, you know, on your post, like, it was such a weird feeling. It was walking on campus that day. And even I don't remember even later in the day, there wasn't many people out. They canceled wasn't, classes. Yeah, they canceled classes. I just remember I was walking to it was early in the morning. I had a workout session with Viren at like six o'clock in the morning. You know, I do not like mornings like that. Still don't at 38. Me and morning are not good friends. But (laughs) I had done some working out and then I was going to my my job at grad studies and this one person was walking towards me. Her name was Danielle. And she was like, have you heard the news? And I was like, the news, what? You know, I hadn't turned on the TV or anything. And she said, you know, there was a terrorist attack in New York. And that's all she said. And I was like, oh, my God, no. I didn't know that the World Trade Center had (laughs) been bombed into, basically. And I got to my office, and it was super weird. Even though I was working reception at grad studies, there was still someone, like, right behind me. And then the dean of grad studies and Katie Dudley's um, office. She was my supervisor. And I was looking for everyone and I finally found them in the conference room and they had the, you know, the rollout TV. I don't know for you youngsters that may listen, we used to keep TVs on like a rolly cart thing and it had VCRs and all that. You guys probably have no idea what a VCR is, but (laughs) Google it. Um, (laughs) And I saw it and I would never, truly never forget that day. And my mom was trying to get a hold of me because she was having kidney stone issues Mm. and had to be taken to the ER and I couldn't get home. And it was just so much going home. I was supposed to come home that weekend. The home was only 45 minutes away. I couldn't get home as trains were having issues and all of that. And it truly changed the world as we know it. I mean, the way we travel now is, you know, changed because of that day everything has you know flipped it and now we are 20 years later in a pandemic that has now again changed the world completely flipped it on upside on its head and we're gonna have to relearn how to do things I think that's the theme of this year relearning life relearning how you've (laughs) had to do things over the years for you know 
between church online and work online and schools. And, you know, I was listening to the news earlier today and they were talking about the safety issues on um, opening the schools and they're going to open for special ed only because there's a lot of special needs students who are having a harder time. So you can imagine, you know, your child having a hard enough time, but imagine someone with disabilities and not that they're not capable. It is so much harder for them doing online. So they said they're going to allow about 100, 100 kids per campus, maybe at most, but only special needs. Um, and then you're hearing out of state that there's teachers dying. And, you know, and so it's like your, your life has been, once again, we're relearning. Except that was one day and it's been six months for us so far. Yeah. I mean, and I think that's one of the things that we're going to have. Well, it will be interesting over the next couple of years, mm-hmm. like figure out the, the long-term <clears throat> ripple effects of this. Right, right, right. Yeah. I was talking to Tramika the other day and she was talking about how um, she was uh, talking to a minister friend of hers and they were talking about that there's going to be famine in the land because of you know, this, and we've already had onions being recalled because of E. coli. We've had places that are only taking exact change. If you don't have exact change, you can't, you know, purchase or just use your card. And there's so many different things and you're like, okay. And then you're also looking at it biblically like, okay, (laughs) well, the word does say that these types of things will happen as his return is coming. So you're looking at that and going, wow, Lord, you know, I guess I didn't think growing up that I would really, it would be like this or that it would come in this way or, you know what I mean? It's, it's very interesting in these next few years, as you said, are going to be, I'm trying to think of a good word. It might be trying. For some. <laughs> yeah. Well, and um, I think, I think it's, it's, I've commented frequently to John over this last six months. I'm like, I feel like this year is the Lord just kind of stripping things away from us. And he's Mm. he's just stripping stuff away. And he's saying, okay, you don't, you don't need this. You don't need this, you know, move, take it away. Like what's the thing. And then Mm -hmm. now have you all of these accoutrement of life that you have gotten used to. Mm -hmm. Right. You You know, you can't have Friday night Target date like real for real ballers over here. We go to Target for a date night, um, but like Target is the best. I'm not mad. It is <laughs> well, and if I go unsupervised, bad things happen. So I have to have adult supervision. Yeah, you can go into Target and like I'm just getting one thing and three hundred dollars later. <laughs> so like I just feel like as as like all of these things kind of get taken away from us. Yeah, God, God is saying, okay, now are you ready to move into where I'm called you? been really interesting so for funsies i thought oh i'm just gonna go back and listen to like some vision sermons for 2020 Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um you know like oh look how look whose vision was the right vision right like who really right (laughs) and um but i've been listening to uh transformation church i don't know if you're familiar with mike todd Yes, he's one of my favorite, honestly. Like, if I lived in Oklahoma, I would probably go to his church. Shut the front door. I saw, there's been a couple of them. One was, there's a, a my my chick pastor crush is Bianca Oldhoff. One you posted about the other day, what's her name? Bianca Oldhoff. <laughs> and she's phenomenal, like, to the point where I may have gone out and bought a white blazer. 
Because <laughs> she's like my low key fashion icon. She's awesome. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Uh, and so, but anyways, that's how I used to be about Sarah Jakes. <laughs> yeah, right. So, but their church just um, uh, found a permanent location, and it's literally yes. it's from my house. So the, really? there's, you know, Birch Street, the movie theaters on Birch Street. Yes. There's the one that's, that's like open, except not because mm-hmm. of COVID. But then there's the other one that actually just like before COVID even hit had permanently closed. Closer mm-hmm. to like where McAllen's pub is and all that stuff mm-hmm. on the farther side of Birch. And mm-hmm. they're going to be leasing that space. Oh, wow. 50,000 square feet. And so uh, the Father's House OC is in the church. They're going to be leasing oh, that okay. space. And I was super excited. So I started listening to the podcast because I was like, I want to hear what's going on. And she's phenomenal. Anyways, she filled in for Transformation Church. Okay, yeah. On time. And so that's how I found their podcast. I, I, I'd i heard of Mike Todd's name, but I hadn't really like ever listened to any of his stuff. Yeah. So he, he's started, pretty awesome. Oh, my gosh. He's pretty oh awesome, yeah. Gosh. His yeah. testimony about how he got into ministry and it all of that is really him. amazing. And he's so relatable. Oh, Yeah. And he just does punches. And that's the thing I like about mm-hmm. Altoff too. Like she's legit. Like she just talks the way she talks. She's mm-hmm. not fancy church, highfalutin, all that kind of stuff. Like she's very. Yeah. And I think that's what people need. Uh-huh. You know, yeah. I think I that's what people need. That's kind of like been my goal in ministry and beauty flawed. And even the things that you and I do together, like that's just been our goal. Like just be as real and transparent as you can, because that's what people really need and want, you know? Well, and they can see through when you put up a front. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. that's stupid. But, so, <laughs> I've been listening back to his vision service, his vision mm-hmm. series, and I gotta tell you, like, he, I oh, cried. good series. Oh, man. So, I straight up, like, cried. So, the dog likes to get me up at, oh, dark 30. Like, it's not even light out. He decides that he wants a walk. I'm like, super fantastic dog. Thank you so much. So, we've been walking, and it's like 5.45 in the morning when he gets me up. Mm -hmm. Uh, so the other morning I have you know I have my headphones in and I'm listening to the podcast as I walk the dog in the morning and he that first sermon for 2020 he lays out and talks about weakness and strength like that's their word for the year strength right Mm -hmm. and it's they're stronger I think is what it is and and like stronger stronger. yeah and he's talking about he just starts laying out uh it was I guess maybe it was the second I was listening to the second as like a like a three or four part series and it was talking about uh, your weakness, right? That God, mm-hmm. your weakness is attractive to God. And he mm. starts laying out this amazing line, just boom, 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 boom. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. greatest hits of weak people that God used in the Bible. Yeah, And yeah. I literally, I'm walking, we're almost home, and he hits that part of the message, and I straight up started crying as I walked. And I was just like, Lord the gospel is just proclaimed so powerfully in this, like bring, and I literally was like, Lord, bring yeah. me into a place where I can be a part of that. Like I have a, a place where that can happen. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's funny because I had the same experience with um, another series he did. It was right before um, the end of the year. So it was like December mm-hmm. and I was on my way to Palmdale for one of our play rehearsals and I was just kind of like frustrated and in a place. And I, I, it was in my, cause I follow my Instagram and he was like, click from this past Sunday's message. And I was like, okay, I'm gonna listen to a little bit of it. And then I'm going to turn some music or something. Right. No, I listened to the entire <laughs> okay. sermon and it really had me in tears and it was just like, right, 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 right there. And 
he um, he had been on a break because one thing I'm 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 learning it's okay when you can't <laughs> do something. You know me, I struggle with that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But he took in the time of the pandemic, he has taken a couple week vacation to be with his wife. Mm-hmm. That's why he had some people filling in and different things like that. And in the last few weeks, and it shows that this has been even harder on senior pastors and things like that, because it's putting out content versus coming to church on Sunday. Right. You know, it's so much but, more adverse. And though you still have to put out content when church was normal and things like that, but now you have so many churches that weren't doing that, that are doing that now. And it's interesting to listen to vision statements because you're right. Cause it's like, who, I, I didn't hear anything coming into this year about this year, how, how it's actually played out. But what's interesting, so I literally had a, like, a stop when I, I went, what? Listening to Mike Todd's message, the first, mm-hmm. I think it was the first one, he said something about being stronger in, and he specifically said the phrase, stronger in communicating through adversity. Ooh. And I was like, what? Because, so, I, you know, I do, <laughs> I do tech ministry. That's all I do is church communications. That's, like, my job. Mm-hmm. And holy cow, has this been an upside down, inside out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. And like, yeah. I, have, I have not worked harder in 16 years of ministry than I have this year. Right, it's so much more. Like, yeah. um, I know the tech ministry at our ministry had gotten, they needed like a week or so off. So on Bible study night, a couple weeks in a row, they had my mom do it on Zoom because my pastor, he was actually, you know, usually doing it from the facility. It would just be him and the, sound people and all of that and they were just kind of like and this was a couple months ago they were like burnt out and so um my mom and my pastor did like a zoom like tag team bible study online versus him being live at the church and you're right i mean everybody's had to not just relearn but they've had to learn things that they didn't know um i did a webinar um with um sisters in ministry you know that's a group that I work with and for those who may be listening, Sisters in Ministry was founded by Pastor Sandra Dawson um, as a, a way for women in ministry to be able to connect, to be able to talk, to be able to learn from each other and different things like that. So I'm on the board of directors um, with that group and we did like a millennial night because Jessica and I are older millennials. <laughs> and um, one of the girls on the panel, women on the panel, her church is mainly senior citizens. And so she was talking about the challenges that her ministry has had with even getting them to do conference calls for prayer and how to do different things. So everybody has had a different challenge, no matter what level your ministry has been at. And our theme this year at our church has been open door season. And it's so funny because even with every thing going on with all with 190,000 lives being gone from coronavirus just alone plus other things you know other people have passed from other things and family members with jobs being (laughs) what they are you know I'm still not working as of yet Um, all these different things even with that God has been so good still you know oh yeah He's been so good, and there have been open doors. There's opportunities, like we're filming the podcast. We are able to communicate online to build other things. I've been able to do some more editing on the book. I've been able to do things that I probably would not have done if I was still working every day. Or, you know, 
And so you have to, to me, it's about perspective and perception and how you look at it. Because even with all of this craziness going on, you have racial divides, you have Christian divides, because you have Christians who are like, you have to be a Republican and go with Trump because we're Christians. And then you have Christians that are like, well, if you're a Christian, how can you go with that? Because he says blah, 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 and all this stuff. And then you have black people fighting with black people. You have white people arguing with Like, it's just, it's been a lot. And I've seen a lot of ministries that are different messages that are being put out there. And I'm like, God, we need to really focus and seek you. And you're giving us opportunity for that. And so with the theme being open door season in our ministry, I was still thinking, you know, God is still doing that even still. Right. You know, even with, I dare to say calamity because it is, it's (laughs) yeah. But he's also been a restorer as well in the process. You know, Um, my household hasn't lacked for anything. And then when we have had lack, God still made a way, Mm -hmm. you know, and it's so, it's amazing to see. And I tell people all the time that I've talked to with, you know, I don't talk to a whole lot of people, but the few people I have talked to, I am constantly reminding them that God is good. Even with this, (laughs) God is good. Even after this, he was good before this. And he is trying to really shake us and get our attention. I truly believe that. And of course, we're not perfect. I have mornings where I'm like, oh my God, I didn't even pray this morning, you know, or, yeah. <laughs> you know, cause we get into, um, I keep hearing this term COVID depression. Oh yeah. Oh, it's, it's so real. Oh, and where else? Yeah. Are used to, I've had people say, well, I've never been depressed before, so I'm not claiming that. Well, whether you're a believer or not, we are all experiencing trauma at the same time. Oh Yeah. The entire world, not just the California, not just the United States, but the entire world is experiencing trauma all at the same time. Mm -hmm. And there are going to be days where you don't feel great. And there are going to be days where you're like, okay, I have, I'm productive today. Let's do it. And there's going to be, because you know, I mean, I talk to you like, (laughs) you know, I'll text Jessica all the time. Like, I can't, I'm in pain. I can't, I have a headache. I can't, like, I can't do anything today. Well, and I think that's been a huge part of this season too, is learning that we are a people who base our worth and our value on our output. And so much of that you can't do anymore. Like you can't, because whether it's because you're just mentally exhausted or Mm -hmm. because you physically can't do the thing because you can't leave the house for whatever reason Mm -hmm. or, you know, Mm -hmm. all that kind of stuff. Like, we have, it's been a huge thing to not have our self-worth and our value tied to what we do and to give ourselves permission to rest. Absolutely. I was talking to um, Ricky, the girl who I was telling you was going to be the brand ambassador, the first oh, yeah. one for Beauty Flawed. And so she started her styling business through all of this. And we were talking the other day and she was like, there are just some days where I just don't know how to get content out there. I just don't know. And I said, that's, it's not just you. I go through it. And I said, if you have the magic potion, (laughs) tell me, bottle up, let us know. And she was talking about how she has this group of people that she, um, of influencers that they talk and they share, you know, and I said, well, if you guys come up with a solution, let me know. Because there are days where I look at my page and I'm like, I need to encourage people today, but I'm not there. (laughs) I I can't I'm just not there 
and that's okay. What I have to do on my end, though, is post, hey, going to take a break for a couple of days, but I'll be back. Hope you guys are well kind of thing. So that's just, you know, the little things that we have to kind of remember. It's okay to take a break. But when you're trying to be consistent in ministry and in branding and all of that, because now they're all synonymous with each other. It used to just be ministry, but now it's like ministry, branding, content. You're like, okay. <laughs> it's changed so rapidly. And uh, yeah. Yeah. Well, and, you know, at the beginning of COVID in February, March, you know, I think our last Sunday on campus, I actually preached our final Sunday before, yeah. uh, before we went out, uh, so March 15th, that would have been. Mm-hmm. And then we were off for, I want to say, 10 weeks. We weren't on oh, yeah. for about 10 weeks. And then, and that's a whole other thing. But, like, the first couple of weeks, it was content, 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 content. content. Yeah. Get the content out there. And, yeah. And, you know, at our church, that's me. You know? There's no other content producer for the most part, at least initially. Yeah. And so then, like, there was only so much I could do. And I mm-hmm. literally, so so we were putting out something, and it was once a day, every single day, and it was called Stop and Pray. They were prompts mm-hmm. that I was creating. Yes, I loved those. Um, and I, I produced two months' worth of those Stop and Pray prompts. Mm-hmm. And and I shared them actually with my uh, some church social media managers and a Facebook group that I'm a part of, and it was hugely mm-hmm. helpful because we were all running dry. And I was like, every day at 11 o'clock PST, we're gonna we're gonna pray for this thing. And the body mm-hmm. of believers all over, whoever wants to join in, we're gonna pray for this thing. And it was great, but that was two months worth of content plus other stuff that I was doing. Right. And I by the end of it, like people were like, "Can we have more?" And I'm like, "No." <laughs> I mean, yeah, well, it was funny because you, you, you were posting those and then I would share those in, not on the page, but in the group because, right. you know, now you have, you have the ministry page, then, oh my. then you have to have the group, then you have Instagram, then you have this, and you have that. And so um, I was reposting them into the group because I thought it was such a great idea, but I also understand how getting that out there like even on Wednesdays I started doing you know national everywhere everybody does women crush Wednesday so instead of saying women crush Wednesday I do women of influence Wednesdays and some weeks I can't think of anyone some weeks I don't have you know a person in mind there have been times where I'm praying and God's like there you go and then there's times where I'm like I don't hear anything or who it should be (laughs) you know so there will be two weeks where I don't. So then I was thinking the other day, I'm like, maybe I'm going to put out there that I'm going to start doing them twice a month now versus every week to get the stress off of my brain because I like panic some Wednesdays, like I didn't post anything, you know, and um, get it out there. Hold on a moment. (laughs) Sounds like my house. Well, yeah, the door was opened a little bit wider than it was when we first started recording, and a motorcycle just went down the street. Yeah. Well, you know, things happen in COVID. Well, <laughs> my neighbor the street is like, he has some kind of something, and every Saturday morning, 7 o'clock in the morning, I'm like... <laughs> well, those like we were listening to a sportscaster, and I was like, "Do you think it's unprofessional to have your dog barking and all these different things in the background?" I'm like, "But everybody's life is at home yeah. right now, 
So if you hear a motorcycle, you hear people in the background, we're all working from home, even if right. we're doing our podcast. Right. <laughs> we're right. all working from home. Now, I was on the phone with someone from the unemployment office the other day, and I heard their kid talking in the background. Right. I get it. <laughs> our, our lead pastor, like, he just decided to do these videos from his backyard, and he just, like, straight up put his kids in the background shot, like, playing. He was like, he's not going to try to fight him. He's like, all right, y'all can be in the, like the little right. pool or playing with your sand or whatever. Like, <laughs> just do it. I, I mean, I've seen it a few times, so I get it. Pastor Joe, you're not the only one. It's really okay. <laughs> and you know what? Everyone's like, oh, your kids are so well behaved. And he's like, that was like take yeah. 17. <laughs> well, you it's know, like, and I also like think about, <laughs> they are cute though. Well, they super, and even if they are like super well behaved, which they are really well behaved kids. They're kids. They're getting caution against. That's what they do. That's what they do. You know, it is what it is. And, you know, like I said at the beginning, we're relearning and learning and all this other stuff. And we're, everybody's at home. So you can't really hide the fact that you're, <laughs> that you're at home. Um, <laughs> the background so y'all can't see my hot mess in an office. But <laughs> If my well, background was working right now, it would be. <laughs> right. Well, you know, it's funny. So, Two weeks ago, it'll be it. Actually, about two weeks ago today, John and I took a trip down to San Diego, mm-hmm. and we were supposed to have gone on a two-week vacation back in March or April. Mm-hmm. Um, right. And that—that's a long story. That was your Hawaii trip, right? That, that was our honeymoon that got canceled. Mm. That then became another vacation that we'd had to cancel because of adoption expenses. And then this was the third trip that the third time we tried to book the trip, and then COVID hit. So, but we had been barely holding on with burnout mm-hmm. and then mm-hmm. like just holding on, trying to hold on by the skin of our teeth till we got to Hawaii and then Hawaii went away. And so we were just, you know, you can run on adrenaline so long at the beginning For of so long, yeah. which, you know, we were all doing all in the first couple of weeks of COVID, everyone's running on adrenaline and just boom, 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 boom. And then that's not sustainable because, right. I mean, you noticed literally all the content was like, we're pivoting and it's great and we're pivoting and we're doing and then it was like yeah everything yeah. crashed and that yeah. was exactly us you know johnson working from home for a couple months up until august i was working from home mm-hmm. and so like it was just this you couldn't continue on so finally we said forget it like we know that there's a risk you know and you know you're immune compromised john's immune compromised like there are right. there are things that you have to just think about extra yeah. hard. Mm-hmm. And we mm-hmm. just went, is this, is this worth it safety wise for us to take a trip? And finally I just went, you know what? Your mental health is as important as your physical health. And he yeah. was so stressed with everything going on. We hadn't had a break. You know, mm-hmm. I had, I had not had a Sunday off since October of last year. I had, mm-hmm. I worked every Sunday whether it was yeah. preaching or leading worship. And it was like, I can't, that wasn't, it's not sustainable, particularly in, in light of right. the fact that like I was doing all of the tech stuff for the church. It's like, I'm a team mm. of one during COVID, but then on a regular basis, I have um, Ashley and some other volunteers that help out, but it's like, mm-hmm. so I just told John, we're going to go, we're going to do this. And you know what I noticed? Yeah. I, I, I realized something this week. I got in my car and I started singing in my car when I was driving and I realized I had not sung like 
not on a Sunday morning. Yeah. I had sung yeah. in the morning, but I hadn't sung because I wanted to sing. I had no yeah. song. Yeah. And that's, and you know me, that's not me. Yeah. I'm I had that same moment. Oh my, my gosh. Yeah. And I went, this is the first time I've wanted to sing in maybe a year. Mm. And that's amazing. And I was just like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. And it, yeah. It's, it's crazy because, so we were saying, you know, everything kind of started shutting down in March. My last day of work was right before um, St. Patrick's Day uh-huh. because I was planning a party for my kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and um, I think I mentioned this in the first episode, but for those of you guys that haven't, who don't know, I am a... First episode may or may not actually exist. Maybe the third or fourth. Who knows? I don't really know. I don't. She's the techie person. But there may have been some with that. Uh oh. But I mean, I was an after school teacher, um, along with everything else I do. So I was planning a St. Patrick's Day party for my kids, and then they were like, um, we're gonna shut down everything. And we can't bring in food and stuff for the kids. And you know, it was like we can't do cooking, we can't do all these right. things. So and trying to remind kids to wash their hands twenty nine thousand times a day they were giving me attitude like they were grown people. And I was like, look, <laughs> it's not my fault. Well, I don't want you to get sick. And so every time we do something, because they were like one kid, if one kid had to go to the bathroom, they had given us this rule that all the kids had to go to the bathroom and all the kids had to wash their hands regardless of whether they used it or not. And I was like, trying to get them to do that was not fun. So, <laughs> but then when we first started working from home, I was working from home, working on lesson plans because we didn't really know or think that it would be. It was supposed to be too long. I had, it was only supposed to be a few weeks. And so I was working on lesson plans. I was working with my assistant. We were trying to get our, you know, we have a theme every month. So, you know, each month we were coordinating our lesson plans. Even my music lessons would be with this theme then that stopped and then I got busy again because I'm in the classical group JMS. I was kind of weaving myself back into the group because I had taken a sabbatical and so we had a couple of um, virtual choir deals to record so that was giving me something to do and work on and then because I'm not going to church on Sunday mornings I'm not singing in worship at all. I haven't done any praise and worship or anything of that nature since March. Like our last Sunday was the second Sunday, I think, in March. Yeah, 15th. So I haven't, so since the last video I did was maybe a couple months ago, and I haven't really sang mm-hmm. since. And so I was thinking about that the other day, and I was like, I haven't sung, not even just at home doing worship for myself. Like I would do that sometimes or I would go sit in the car and sing. Cause sometimes it's something about just sitting in the car and singing and praying. It's just something about it. I don't know why, but there's Jesus likes to move in cars. That's I don't know. <laughs> My first car, the things that that car heard me, man, advocate <laughs> the Lord, man. Let me tell you. I'm telling you. So, you know, I, I really haven't. And so now in about three weeks, I have an opportunity to go sing in North Carolina. And at first I was like skeptical for various reasons, but God was like, relax. (laughs) And so then I was like, well, I'm going to talk to my doctor because I'm thinking my doctor's for sure is going to say no. And he was like, no, I think you should go. 
um, just do X, Y, Z, you know, <laughs> while you're there, you can have a COVID test before you leave, do a COVID test when you get back, encourage the people you'll be with to have a COVID test before you guys leave and wear your mask, make sure you, you know, have this, 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 and this. So I thought about it. I'm like, I'm actually looking forward to it because I haven't done any of this and it's, it's going to be an outdoor event. The audience has to wear their mask. Our stage will be six feet away from the audience. They're checking temperatures as people come in, as we've been told. So I'm looking forward to it. And it didn't hit me until a couple of weeks ago that I really have not sang. And um, my pastor's daughter posted the same thing. She's like, I miss singing for God's people. And so a bunch of people were like posting like, well, you enjoy it. You should just do a Zoom or sing live on Facebook. I'm not the one to just be like, I'm just going to sing on Facebook because I have friends that do that and they're amazing. But I'm not saying not downplaying my own vocal talents. I'm just saying, well, I don't, I don't think that way. <laughs> I posted, I actually posted a video of me singing today. Only I saw it. because <laughs> one of the worship leader groups that I was in, they were like, you know, California, the entire West Coast is on fire right yeah. now. And, right, then, and it right. was just like, hey, worship leaders from all over the world, we want to pray for the West Coast. So sing. We encourage you to sing a song of rain over California. And the first one that popped into my head was that one from Gospel Choir like 19 wow, years ago. Yeah. And I was like, oh, i got to find the chord charts for that. And I, so I just thought, oh, that's good for Fenzies. Like, you know, just, you know. But the thing yeah. was like, you know, but you know why I realized I hadn't sung and I hadn't, won- like, even just like silly singing at home. Because yeah. like, I don't know about you, but like, I'll sing or I'll hum a tune or I'll sing something while I'm cooking dinner or something. We really can't help it. Right. But I hadn't even done that. Really? There was no song like in my heart. You had no song in your heart. No song in my heart. And I was, because I was so tired. So yeah. Um, And I didn't realize that we went to the beach last weekend, two weekends ago. We went down to San Mm -hmm. Diego. We decided Mm -hmm. it was worth it. You know, (laughs) The first thing he did when we got to our Airbnb was like, like wipe down everything. <laughs> you know, we sprayed yeah. it down. We wiped it down with the wipes, and it was great. Like we were, the here was the beach, like, and then there was like a row of houses, and then there was our little house, and mm. it was like right by the walkway, so we didn't have to like park and fight and fuss. We just had parking. We just walked to the beach. I got mm-hmm. in the water at the beach for the first time maybe in twenty years. I don't think I think I might have been in high school wow. last time before she wow. got in the water yeah i think last time i did that i was in hawaii <laughs> yeah yeah i didn't even do it in hawaii like <laughs> i should but like it was incredible it mm. was just incredible like there was one point where so ashley came with us because mm-hmm. she needed a break too and so we just said mm-hmm. come down with us and so and originally like john's brother and his wife were supposed to come too and then the dead didn't work so anyway so it ended up just being like three of us which is kind of weird but you know, whatever. So, you know, yeah. it happens. We call her our sister wife anyway. So it's like, <laughs> Oh, Ashley. Yeah. So, but anyway, so we go in there and John and I are just like hanging out in the, in the water and we're just literally just standing about, you know, butt high water as the waves like hit us. And mm. I, again, started crying because I leaked mm. when I'm at, uh, like uh, thinking about stuff. And I was like, I felt like the water every time it like came up and crashed on me was mm. just like this energizing, like restorative. There's why there's yeah. worship songs about water. <laughs> there are and rain and oceans rain. being one of my Ocean. favorites. 
Well, it was funny. Do you remember the song? This is so old. It's going to date us. Do you remember the song Oceans by Ten Shekel Shirt? There's something about the ocean makes it. Right? Yes. That was like stuck in my head the weekend before when we'd been kind of near the water. Oh, wow. And so it was just over and over and over again. And when I got home, the last two weeks, I have been singing. Randomly. Like just doing random stuff, wanting to sing, singing in the house, singing in the car. And that's like the first time it's happened. And I, and I realized like, I don't give myself permission to rest. And this is kind of what we were talking about earlier about like not posting stuff and all that. It's like, we Mm -hmm. have to give ourselves permission to rest. And right now we have to give ourselves permission to rest more than we normally would. Right. Right. And you would think it would be the opposite because we're not out and about. We're not hurry. We're not hurry. We're not doing, but it's, it's, it's really not. It's, you need the mental, uh, break you need you is so much on your mind and then when you turn on the news you have (laughs) more COVID numbers more police brutality more missing children more and so all of these things you're seeing it even more because we're home yeah you know you know I think we talked about this the last time whether we aired or not (laughs) Um, I think how the George Floyd thing became such a major Mm-hmm. issue was because we were all home mm-hmm. it's woke up people's uh, awareness because we didn't really have a choice but to see it right you know when we were at work and in the church and doing all these things I know I watch way less television especially way less news because news has to me has always been depressing it, actually you know and we're home now and then you have social media and anything that you don't see on TV, you're going to see it on social media. Mm-hmm. And because people are home and unemployment rate is doing what it's doing, people are posting, 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 posting more and more. So, yeah, you need that flip side. You would think it would be different because we're home and it's like you're resting, you're in your pajamas. You know, I always see these Zooms where people stand up and they business on the top, party on the bottom, you know. Okay. <laughs> Though I will not be doing that on these Zooms because you never know what's going to <laughs> You know, I, I mean, you saw the one where the lady went to the bathroom and didn't know that her coworkers could see her using the restroom, you know. How do you, how do you not know that? That lady, I don't know. I really don't understand how she did that. Because I was watching it going, did she just put it on the ground and not put the, oh, ma'am. Like, who <laughs> was really my reaction like really and so never cease you need it humans never cease to amaze me so you have all of these it goes back to we are all experiencing trauma at the same time and, and so you need yeah. those breaks Absolutely. and when you're a worshiper and a singer mm-hmm. who has no song in your heart it, it's mm-hmm. it's bad and because we are so used to you know I'm used to even on, you know, hey, can you come to my church and sing one Sunday? Even that, you know, we, we don't have those outlets and opportunities, though we have, you know, it's funny because it's like technically you actually can have more of an audience doing it virtually, but we are so, we're humans, we're so used to being, we were made to be with people, we were made to fellowship, we were made to touch, we were made to hug, we were made to, you know, I can't imagine going back to the schools right now and not letting my kids like give me a hug, you know, 
So I'd rather we figure things out and I stay home some more, not just because of my illness, but, you know, just in general, I couldn't, I can never tell a child I can't embrace you because I don't know what they're going through at home. Then, you know, my other concern at home, there's a lot, abuse rates have gone up between domestic violence and child abuse, you know. Kids had an outlet. We think about us, think about these kids who their whole routines have been completely broken. For the kids who really got their meals mainly at school or, you know, the kids who were being abused at home who are with their abuser all day now, you know. And and now their abusers don't have a job. Now they're frustrated because they don't have an outlet. So what was already a bad situation then becomes like exponentially worse because there's right. no pressure right. valve. And then the kids become the pressure valve. And right. and then let's let's add a third thing on it. In home in home visits by social workers are a lot le- less now. Yeah. So we were considering adoption through the county. And so I had joined some adoption groups on Facebook. Which by mm-hmm. the way, you hear me say talk a lot about groups on Facebook. Let me just tell you that Facebook groups are one of the best resources I have ever found. I need to like reach out more in that area. You told me, but I'm still learning. (laughs) Like, because the thing is like just being able to connect. So we want to move. We feel like California is a heated mess of crazy and we want to move out of state. And so, yes, you're trying to leave me, although we can still work with you moving out of state, but okay. Continue. But, Although she did offer for me to live with them and move, right? so that is. Awesome. We will start a compound. We will start our Georgia compound, and it will be magical. Um, right. Okay. But I I joined a group in the town that we want to, you know, try to move to, and it's been mm. amazing to connect with people and great That's people. Awesome. And I'm you know asking about churches and jobs and all this kind of stuff, and it's like it's great. Anyways, all that aside, but the one of the adoption groups that we were in. They, it was foster adopt groups and they were talking about how hard it was to get social workers to do stuff mm-hmm. right now because mm-hmm. they can't do the in-person stuff. And so it's like virtual stuff, and virtual visits with families, like for reunification or all this kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Talk about kids like having a problem and yeah. compounded it here. And then we've compounded it here. And we understand why those compounding agents exist, like mm-hmm. what the reason for it is, but it doesn't make the, the problem any less real. Right, right, right. And though I, I have concerns about virtual learning, I'd rather them be safe. But then you also have the dynamic of, are all of them safe at home? So the answer is no. But it goes back you- to the world is experiencing trauma at awesome. the same time. Hey guys, we had way too much for one episode, so we're going to break this into two parts. Make sure you check us out next week for part two of A World on Fire. Thanks for listening. Check us out on the web at joyandjess.com. That's J-O-I-A-N-D-J-E-S-S.com. We'll see you next week.